it's me, your beloved Barb. I know I mentioned this last time, but then we were sadly disconnected. I think it's time to tell you why I ran away. There are many reasons why I ran away from the shelter. The first is that I hate being censored. That's obvious. The second reason I ran away is that up here on the surface, I will never have to put protein jelly in my mouth ever again. That stuff is disgusting. Endorsement my ass. They forced me to eat that garbage. Just like they forced me to talk in that phony-ass radio voice. Research has shown that listeners find English accents to be more calming and soothing. (laughs) Yeah, okay, sure. Then she got over the fakeness of it. It was a little bit soothing. Kind of like being hypnotized. Really? I mean, those... Bastards! How dare you use me to hypnotize your citizens! Um, but... Yeah, uh, reason number three. I was so... So bored. You know what that's like. I'm sure plenty of you feel bored on a daily basis. There's no variety in those shelters. Even the mealtimes are on a schedule. Everyone is always where they will always be at whatever time. If you take even one step off your normal path, people get suspicious. Life down in that shelter was boring. Everything in there was white. The walls were white. The clothes were white. The furniture was white. The food was white. Everything was white. It was like being swallowed up by a marshmallow. Ugh. And oh, and don't even get me started on the impregnation schedule. God, I would kill for a marshmallow right now. A good fire-roasted marshmallow. Okay, they're not even marshmallows by the time you're done with them. They're just lumps of ash. Hey, at least I don't eat mine raw, like you do. They're the best when they're raw. They stick your teeth together. You do your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (sighs) After being surrounded by all that white every day for five years, I might be converted to burn marshmallows forever. Well, from what you're describing, that sounds like a super boring place to live. It was terrible! Ugh, and that's not even the worst part. Oh my god, Roche. The worst part was that I was being censored. Oh no! I know, you're making fun of me because you've heard me complain about this like a million times, but I'm still too mad about it to let it go. (laughs) I'm not making fun of you. I mean, yes, I have heard you complain about this like a million times. But you're right, censorship is a huge issue. And so are the other things you mentioned. Did you say impregnation schedule? Oh, that's a super messed up one. I will tell you about it later. Please do. And at least you don't live there anymore. I used to be worried that I was missing out on something, being stuck on the surface, but it honestly sounds awful and I never want to live there. The only thing you're missing out on is hot showers. Mm, I miss hot showers. I should rescue a plumber next. Maybe an electrician, too. Listeners, I've discovered that Rochelle fancies herself a regular Don Quixote. She likes to rescue people. But the ones she ends up rescuing are always useful in some way. I don't go looking for them. I just find them. Like you found that baby goat six years ago? Hey, you loved Moose and you know it. Yeah, but it still would have been nice if he hadn't eaten all my socks. We lived in a studio apartment, for crying out loud. There was no room for a goat. Who's got a goat? Can I trade something for it? Nobody, but Jonah, come here. I wanted to tell you. 
You're such an amazing chef. Oh, thank you kindly. Listeners, I I need you to know this. Jonah here is a fantastic chef. He has just the most amazing sense of flavor. It's it's incredible. Jonah, say hi to the listeners. Uh, 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 hi, hi, listeners. I have to know. How do you know which foods are edible and which foods aren't? How do you know how to cook them? How do you know what will make them taste the best? Basically, how are you so good at turning these potentially toxic ingredients into delicious food? Well, I did study at Le Cordon Bleu in France back before the war, so I've got a finely honed instinct when it comes to food. As for how to know whether something's toxic or not, that's a complicated question, actually. Most of it's trial and error, but I've also learned a lot by watching the wildlife. If the ratabeasts avoid something, I avoid it too. If they like to eat something, I give it a taste and see what it's like. Actually, come to think of it, it's amazing I'm still alive, considering how many unknown things I've eaten. Hey, if you've survived this long by doing that, I'm sure you're good at figuring out which food is inedible. That was a steep learning curve, to say the least. My colon will never be the same again. And that's too much information. Thanks for stopping by, Jonah. I'll have to do a whole episode with you one week. I am dying to know what goes on in that kitchen. Well, it's almost Ratter King crab season. Soon, we'll all be eating delicious giant crab. Maybe you could stop by then. I need an extra pair of hands anyways, since those things are far too big to prepare alone. I love crab! Okay, of course I'll help. Just let me know when the season hits, and I'll get my recorder. Great! I look forward to it. But right now I have to go start the prep for dinner tonight. Uh, 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 talk to you later, listeners! Later! That was the esteemed Chef Jonah. Ooh, uh, as usual, I've talked for too long and still haven't done what I set out to do today, and that's to play you the rest of the tape from last time and then talk about what happened after I reached the camp, because that was a very... Well, I think you'll like it. Or, in the very least, you'll find it interesting. That will have to wait, I'm afraid. It looks like our dear shelter is about to catch our frequency. Damn it! You always did have a lot to say. <laughs> it's good to hear it again. Well, listeners, looks like I'll have to continue this next time. I'm not entirely sure when that will be, though, so stay glued to your radios just in case. This is Barbara Walker signing off, and remember... Stop hypnotizing your citizens with my soothing fake British accent! Ugh. You know, I really need to think of a shorter sign-off phrase. Yep, they've almost got it. Oh, shit! Okay, uh, until next time! Did you really miss hearing me jabber on? Yeah. I guess. Maybe just a little bit. Hmm. Thanks. I guess. This episode of The Nuclear Solution was created by me, Sarah Wheatley. Barbara Walker was also played by me. Shade Oyamakima played Rochelle, and Aaron Kayan played Jonah. 
All of the music and sound effects used in this show are available under Creative Commons licenses. You can find more information in the show notes. If you like the show, please rate it and review it on iTunes. It helps other people find the show. If you want to know more about this show or other projects I'm working on, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Sweet Podcasts. That's S-W-H-E-A-T Podcasts. If you're looking for more podcasts to listen to, check out Dice Fiends, an actual play podcast where four friends navigate a labyrinth of shenanigans in the wonderful world of Dungeons & Dragons. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, civility is the key to survival.